0: The button has been pushed. Commencing podcast now.
1: Let us roll like a panda on the L train. There you go. Welcome to Pop Tech Jam, the independent audio magazine about consumer technology, pop culture, life Plots, bots, and what? What? I'm J.D. Beersdorfer. And I'm
0: Pedro Rafael Rosado.
1: On this week's show, we've got tech topics to discuss and also a chat about chatbots ahead. All right, I'm confused. Yeah, it's going to be a little talky show today. Yeah, this
0: is going to be talky, talky, talky. I got nothing to rant about. Really? You have that. no rants? No am... Marvel
1: Universe thing? No, I'm, no... I'm rant
0: free. I am really? rant free. You must
1: have had a very zen weekend. I did. I actually had a very mellow
0: weekend. It's, it's weird. You know what it is? We didn't record an, in our usual spot. Yes. So my whole world got turned upside down. Wow. So like- You're you in know, the upside down? I am in the upside down right now. This is It's freaking me out. It's wow. totally freaking me out. You realize I still haven't started. I haven't watched that X-Files episode, number mm-hmm. one, and I haven't actually started Stranger Things. I think I'm never going to watch Stranger Things.
1: I think you just need to have a week off in the summer where you do yeah. nothing but binge. I think that's a good idea. I would like to do that right now. Bingecation. Bingecation. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Trademark. Yes. Trademark Pop Tech Jam. I'm going to be going
1: to binge (laughs) edge. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's binge break. That's what it is. There
1: you go. We're we're setting new paradigms
0: here for the 21st century. Trademark Pop Jam. That's the way it works, right? If we call dibs, we got the trademark. Yeah, we've recorded
1: it here. It's like mailing a script to yourself and saving a postmark. There you go. All right. Well, well, let's roll into some tech news uh, because there was quite a bit of tech news over the weekend. Oh, yeah. Um, and it all makes you wonder how easily manipulated are we on social media and how safe is our data? Well, we oh. know for a fact that our data is not safe. It's if you not. post it on any social network, even if you think it's private, it's going to be out there. We have been talking about this for years. Yeah, you host people. But according to a big report in the New York Times, uh, recently the data firm Cambridge Analytica harvested the personal profile information of 50 million Facebook users without their consent and used that information to, quote, identify the personalities of American voters and influence their behavior, end quote. How did they do that? Well, through fake news was the, the outcome, but uh, the reason they got the information, I believe it was a third-party company that was doing those fake little quizzes and I would tell click.
0: people don't do those things all the time. Don't do those quizzes and surveys, people.
1: Yeah, so it was one of those things where someone clicks and they didn't realize that, oh, yeah, I'll agree to share my information, but it also went and got all of their friends. So, yep. so I think there were like 270,000 people who clicked on whatever this thing was and that you know, sort of scaled up to 50 million Facebook users by the time they told their friends and their friends and their friends. so and so on. What, what is that, that old uh, shampoo commercial? Yeah. Was so it, on. Yeah, was so it Breck or something? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, the, the commercials of the 70s. Yeah. We're going to have to do a whole show just on those sometimes. Oh, but yeah, the... Uh, It it sort of uh, got exponential there. So Facebook uh, is classifying this not as a security leak, even though everyone else seems to be. Uh, They're calling it a violation of their terms of service, but it's a huge amount of user data that people on Facebook may not have realized was vulnerable. The stolen profiles allowed Cambridge Analytics to exploit the private social media activity of a giant chunk of the American electorate, which I guess was good practice for the 2016 election. I guess they did all of this stuff in 2014 and were sort of calling things. And a whistleblower uh, who was involved back then has suddenly come forward. Everyone probably saw him on the news uh, recently. A dude with pink hair and some piercings. <laughs> yes, talking about. I guess he finally, you know, his moral compass finally pointed north or something. Oh really? And he that's you not know, nice. compelled to share this. Uh, but the data was indeed allegedly acquired through false pretenses uh, with those the uh, third-party developer uh, links, according to the Times. And even though Cambridge Analytica said that they had gotten rid of all of the stuff that they collected, the Times is like, well, we've seen some of it and we think you still have it. So mm-hmm. it's a very elaborate story in the Times. So we'll link to it. Now, officials in the United Kingdom are also looking into Cambridge Analytica's work during the referendum campaign for that country to leave the European Union, the so-called Brexit vote. Yes. And the Wall Street Journal reported last week that special counsel Robert Mueller has requested that Cambridge Analytica turn over internal documents as part of the government uh, investigation into possible collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia during the 2016 election. Oopsie. Because Cambridge Analytica was the data firm for the Trump campaign, not to get partisan here, but really? they were on that side wow. and all of this is coming out. And Shocking. Yes. Yeah, so, so there, there's- Hold on a second. I'm gobsmacked. You are. I'm gobsmacked. Your gob is totally smashed over there. I can see it from here. So- uh, <laughs> Well, smack my gob. Yes. Uh, so, so that is um, uh, something that's kind of coming up and of course it's going to get political because every time you have something that was related to campaign, it gets political, but- yeah. This is what's being reported. Uh, Facebook's response to the disclosure was to ban Cambridge Analytica from its site for policy violations and suspend the count of the whistleblower, a one Christopher Wiley, the pink-haired gentleman. Yes, Uh, Wiley stated he'd been suspended for going public on something they've known privately for two years. So he's saying, well, Facebook, look, you kind of set a lid on this for a while and, Uh you know, you're suspending me because I – shared it with the public. Meanwhile, some U.S. senators are calling for an investigation into the matter and Facebook's handling of it. Mara Healy, the attorney general for the state of Massachusetts, announced her office was opening an investigation into Facebook and Cambridge Analytica on behalf of Massachusetts residents. And former officials at the Federal Trade Commission say Facebook may have violated earlier privacy decrees and may be subject to a million dollars of fines. So... There's there's a lot that's, going on with this story yeah, here, but that's pocket change for Facebook. Yeah, they they're ma- making money hand over fist over hand over fist, yeah. and whether or not you know how social media is impacting social discourse now, is it actually influencing elections? I think all of this is coming into focus here for some people.
0: I think it's pretty clear it's influencing something.
1: Yeah, and I think we said earlier on, uh, maybe even in 2016, that uh, even if voting machines are not hacked, minds can be hacked yep. or swayed. So. Mm-hmm. There might have been some of this um, going this on. Not good. This yeah, not and, good. and they're looking at, you know, links to uh, Cambridge Analytica and Russia together. So, uh, yeah, there's all kinds of – this is like a giant stew with many ingredients. The most amazing part of this whole thing,
0: to be perfectly honest with you, is that we are right in the middle of history. Mm-hmm. You know, like when we were younger and all these other things would jump off, I don't think – I mean, at least speaking for myself – I never felt like I was in the maelstrom of history.
1: Yeah. Like history was this thing on TV at night.
0: Every second of the day you start realizing or you realize we're in the middle of something big. Yeah. This is huge. It's like being
1: inside the tornado. Yeah, Cow. Cow. Yep. Cow. Yep. Exactly. And uh, TechCrunch actually had a very uh, good article uh, if one is, wants to have a big helicopter view of this incident mm-hmm. and – Let's face it, this is not Facebook's first time with privacy issues and uh, data violations and stuff. What do we always say? If you're not paying your the, the product. product, yes. So um, – so, and we will link to this uh, story on TechCrunch too. It's a Facebook and the endless string of worst-case scenarios. It sounds like a Harry Potter book. But uh, no, it's the title of this TechCrunch article. Um, and they go through and they kind of look at the history of the company and even back to like the beacon advertising thing that we're tracking people around. All of the times that Facebook maybe crossed a little bit of a line right. and – People are like, well, no, you can't actually do that. That's against laws, regulations, whatever. Mm-hmm. So TechCrunch has a whole list of things. It's called the abridged list of Facebook's unforeseen consequences, uh, even going back to Beacon, your shopping revealed, engagement-ranked feed, priced ad auctions, uh, game spam, push to share publicly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's very interesting reading, uh, emotional tampering, ad targeting. This is it. sort of gives you like the big, I'm not going to say drone, but like the helicopter view of what's going on here. Mm-hmm. And... Even on some of the Sunday talk shows where you have to haul out government talking heads to state their case on this because the story was a big thing uh, in time for the Sunday shows. And uh, one of the centers, I think it might have been in Marco Rubio, Florida, was saying, well, yeah, this is a thing. And Facebook happened so fast and there was no precedent. And I think lawmakers are just kind of figuring out that, oh, these are uncharted waters and these companies, especially the tech ones and social media – are moving very fast, and nobody quite knows what they're doing until it's done. Right. And so they don't know how to regulate or give guidance or whatever. So very bumpy waters, I would say. It is very bumpy. The maelstrom of history. Yes, cow. Cow. But moving on from that very big story, yeah, uh, nice. YouTube Kids. Uh, remember that app uh, was supposed to sort of be yeah. the safe place that kids could go and look at at videos that were age-appropriate yeah. and all the, the adult stuff was filtered out? Big hit. Um. Well, uh, it was supposed to be a safe haven, but it doesn't seem to be that Man, way. Uh, I'm, again, smacking my god. Yeah, I tell you. Business Insider reports that the site allows children to watch conspiracy theory videos. <laughs> oh, you were drinking that. I'm Sorry. done. I'm done.
0: I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Seriously? They get to watch Alex Jones videos? Is yeah, I don't it? think
1: it's quite that uh, deep okay, in concern. conspiracy. But, but according to the Business Insider site, uh, searches for moon landing – Return results, including three videos that claim that the moon landing was a hoax, and the YouTube Ugh. Kids app suggested several videos from a David Icky, a conspiracy theorist, who has claimed the world is ruled by reptile-human hybrids. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, we know this. It's <laughs> yeah, V, Yeah, right? yeah we know where they're working. It's yes. V. Yeah, it's V. Yeah. So they were like, whoops. Uh, so when contacted about this, YouTube removed at least 25 videos from its Kids app and blocked Icky's channel. But if this stuff gets through, what else is out there? See, this is why i don 't care anymore i 'm mm-hmm. just
0: i 'm going to just burn all my tablets and mm-hmm. all my internet you 're going uh, back to newspapers i 'm going to go back to newspapers mm-hmm. just like farhad yeah i 'm going to go right back to newspapers come on that
1: 's it, yeah, dump it on the fire kid yeah don 't be hacking my treeware. that 's right yes, also on the topic of YouTube and conspiracy theories uh, youtube CEO announced at the South by Southwest conference earlier this month that YouTube would be including Wikipedia articles next to conspiracy related videos within the next few weeks. To help maybe rebut or clarify or put in context some of the wilder theories. Um, Wikipedia? Wikipedia. And uh, YouTube forgot to mention this move to Wikipedia. Uh, In a statement posted on Twitter, the Wikimedia Foundation stated we were not given advance notice of this announcement. Wikimedia added that its content is possible because of the millions of people who make donations, as well as those who edit and contribute to the site. Um, And it's all sort of donation funded, so maybe YouTube wants to perhaps make a hefty donation there. Yeah, like pony up a little bit. That would be nice. Yeah, so, and that got me thinking as I... Because a lot of people, oh, we're going to link to Wiki- Wikipedia so people can get... It's like, don't make Wikipedia the guardian of the of course, internet. You yes. cannot offload your moral responsibility to police users Just and what they post else. by dumping it on Wikipedia, which is a user-generated encyclopedia exactly. and also subject to, even though they try to to keep everything yeah. perfectly level and you know balanced, stuff gets through. People are always changing other people's entries. Absolutely. And it's not... You know who you want to be handing off to. You know, Wik- Wikipedia is not there for that. Just seriously, toss it on the fire, JD. Yes. Toss Ooh, it
0: on the fire. I hear a crackling in the match. You know, yeah, that weird smell you get—that's fine. It's not going to hurt you. Yeah, that's a, yeah The yeah. plastic that's melting—that's fine. Yeah. The well, ozone is fine.
1: Happier notes, though. Yes. Okay. Oh, uh, App- Apple has announced an education-focused spring event to take place on March 27th in Chicago, that toddling town. Chicago. The invitation included the tagline, join us for creative new ideas for teachers and students. Uh, insiders suspect these creative ideas, including cheaper new versions of the iPad, the MacBook laptop line, uh, perhaps there might be a wireless charging mat in there, hmm. and maybe a refresh of the petite iPhone SE. Petite Yes, iPhone. you know, the, the little iPhone yes. uh, that people love that form factor for and then got all big and... Yeah, and, uh, bulky. Yes. Yeah, so so Apple's is uh, doing... The, they don't do a lot of spring events, but... Every once in a while, and it usually tends to be on a theme. I think education has been a popular one, I think, in 2009 or so. They released that really weird high-tech iPod uh, shuffle. Yeah, yeah. So so they do get a wild hair in the spring, uh, but they do save most of their big announcements for the Worldwide Developers Conference in June, and then, again, whatever their fall event is uh, right. to unleash products on the holiday season.
0: See, I don't mind the big phones because, apparently, as was pointed out on the show once, one of our listeners said that, apparently, I have huge hands. Really? So, If I use one of those SE phones, it looks like I'm holding a chocolate bar. Yeah. So, see, this makes more sense for me.
1: Well, it gives you the real estate in which to uh, browse your material, and and, uh, it's a handsome manly-sized phone.
0: (laughs) And I am a handsome manly kind of guy. Yes, you are. Well, (laughs) strike out on both counts, but that's okay. Yeah, no, no, it's
1: it's a very nice phone. Thank you. Now, NBC News is said to be planning a streaming service of its own to go after uh, younger viewers who do not want to watch live or bother with cable box and (laughs) a DVR.
0: You know what this reminds me of? I'm sorry to interrupt your flow here. But every time I hear one of these old media companies, and NBC, let's face it, yeah. is an old we're media gonna company. We're going to stream our pharmaceutical yeah, commercials. It's like those shows they used to put on that were aimed to teens. <laughs> And they were, like, there's, like, a 40-year-old dude, yeah. like, wearing, like, the the inappropriate fashions,
1: like, hey, kids, we're yeah. Gonna, yeah, let's get down and funky. Yes. That's what this is. Yeah, like the after-school special gone yes. wrong. Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, well, the, their NBC is, is kind of looking around, though, and they're seeing yeah. everyone's got a streaming service. Their audience is aging, um, as we may have implied. <laughs> uh, and, yes. in fact, the median age of NBC Nightly News, I believe the Lester Holt broadcast at 630 yeah. every night. Yeah. Median age for viewers of that is 64, according to Nielsen. Wow, median age. Median age, yeah. Not a lot of people are sticking around for the half-hour network news, like the Walter Cronkite days yes, are, are yes, of course. far beyond. They are far gone. Nobody, no yeah, Uncle Walter, you know, people would tune in, TBS yeah. to watch, but, but no, I guess the personalities aren't holding or the news is moving too fast. Or, or maybe pe- we have to go back to those days. People don't have that trust in uh, newscasters. Can we get a
0: hologram of Walter Cronkite? That would be cool, right?
1: That would be very. I they
0: think did I would a hologram more. of or tried to do a hologram of Prince, right? Yeah,
1: yeah. And then they did
0: Tupac. Why can't they do Walter Wolf, Cronkite? Wolf Blitzer. You know,
1: he not CNN experimenting with holograms?
0: I don't think it went very well. I don't but, think so. I don't think so. But yeah, but the, you know what? Let's be honest the greatest name in television history Wolf Blitzer yeah seriously that's There's true Barney, you know just put it away get, get done yeah. Wolf Blitzer is the top of the line just that's peak TV name
1: picture him as in a fedora in like yes. World War II yes. reporting from the war yes um, anyway so back to the NBC News story yeah we kind of went we, off on a tangent there sorry you know, And it wasn't a tangent it was more of like a little toboggan yes. ride yeah, but anyway we're, we're back now Yes. NBC News is trying to figure out how to get younger viewers and they've launched a twice daily news show on Snapchat uh, they did this last year mm-hmm. so they're. They're poking around with the chat there. Uh, they don't plan to bring any new content to Facebook, however, as an NBC exec said, Facebook doesn't have any value for publishers. Oh, Snap! Yeah, so so they're uh, looking at the streaming thing. <laughs> oh, I, I, by, I, I by saw, the saw way, what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> saw what you did there!
0: By the way, uh, Rihanna kind of totally destroyed Snap.
1: Yeah, week, which they so. were very inappropriate. I don't know that if, if other if people saw this story where yeah. Snapchat had this thing about uh, Rihanna and Chris Brown and yeah. alluded to their domestic violence issues. And she burned them. Yeah. Real bad. And we'll post a link to that story too. But they basically, Snapchat just inappropriately went into the dynamics of the relationship. And Rihanna was like, oh no. Uh uh. Yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. So uh, she handled
0: that very well. She marshaled her army of fans appropriately. Yes. And their stock went down like $600 million. Their stock value. So don't mess with Rihanna.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Queen uh, Riri. So uh, moving on from that, yes. uh, maybe we are like we'll, all over the place. We today. are. It's, it's, it's the, the, the pop and the culture. Are just, yeah, just like melding. It's like you drop the chocolate box on the floor and hey, they go everywhere. come
0: on. We dropped the V reference in the show.
1: That's true. That's classic. That's true. You know, we got to give ourselves a, a golf applause for I that. that. I know. Visions of well these played. ladies with the lizard faces. Yes. Okay. Anyway. Yes. Now way back in episode 260 here, uh, we were <laughs> discussing a rumored Twitter project aimed at taking a bite out of Snap. Yes. Uh, getting back to Snap. And yes. now that feature is coming more into focus. CNBC and others are reporting that the company is working on a camera-first feature that uh, shifts the focus from written thoughts and 280 characters. Getting rid of that, maybe more uh, photos and videos happening. Oh, there you go. Now, while the popularity of animated GIFs, uh, pictures, video clips, and emoji have signaled a kind of cultural move to maybe the more universal visual mediums and, I don't know, nostalgia for hieroglyphics, uh, it also gives Twitter more alert to advertisers who want to get attention, uh, as they now do in Snapchat, Facebook, Instagram, and the other more visually-oriented social networks. As CNBC notes, the new function would combine location-based photos and videos with Twitter moments around notable events. Companies could sponsor events or place ads in between tweeted real-time photos and videos, which I think is kind of what Snapchat Discover does. Yeah, that's what Discover does. Yeah, okay, so everyone is trying to take that formula. Man, everyone's
0: just trying to take a piece out of Snapchat. Have you noticed that? Yeah, they've, they've become Everybody. kind of punching bag. Yeah, it's like, wow, Snapchat. I kind of almost feel bad for them, yeah. but then they come do that thing with R- Yeah, Rihanna, they, they need to kind like... of be
1: friends with the pop stars. Yeah, to get I to think there. so. Yeah. And also get ready for more location-based games in the vein of Pokemon Go because Google is opening up its Google Maps platform to game developers to create more mobile games with GPS coordinates involved.
0: There were a frighteningly large amount of Pokemon in my apartment. Really? I didn't—I mean—
1: You don't know how they got in there? They I have just... no idea. No idea. It was mm. kind of weird. Uh-huh. Kind of freaky. Anyway, I'm sorry. But you got them all, right? Got them all. Yeah. Uh, Bitcoin and other cryptocurrency recently got a uh, deep, sarcastic look from comedian John Oliver when he tried to explain it on his show a few weeks ago, which may indicate that digital coins are edging more into the mainstream. However, Google is updating its financial services-related ad policies— and now says it plans to ban all advertisements, even from legit companies, hawking crypto money wares, including initial coin offerings, wallets, and trading advice. This advertising update takes effect in June 2018, which is just around the corner. Just around the corner. And finally... And finally... We're a little bit late here due to our delayed recording schedule. Just a
0: touch, just a smidge.
1: But we here at Pop Tech Jam are still pouring one out for yes, Dr. Stephen are. Hawking, the groundbreaking physicist and director of research at the Center for Theoretical Cosmology... Within the University of Cambridge, he died uh, last week at the age of seventy-six. Mm-hmm. Doctor Hawking, who was diagnosed with uh, ALS, uh, Lou Gehrig's disease, uh, if you will, uh, in his early twenties, defied his diagnosis and went on to write a best-selling book, become a pop culture idol, and uh, just generally had a really long life that mm-hmm. expanded past all of the kind of dire medical predictions he got. Incredibly influential, yes. man. And uh, he even submitted a scientific paper on parallel universes two weeks before he died because wow. that is how you science. That's
0: how he rolls. Rest in power, Stephen Hawking.
1: Yes. Uh, so uh, we uh, send our regards to his family. Uh, the man was yes. an incredible force uh, for science. And I guess he had a really great sense of humor. And Plus yes. he was on The Simpsons, The Big Bang Theory, Star Trek. Oh, yeah. Lovely guy. And I look forward to reading his final paper when it is published. So um, It's too brainy for me, but you tell me how it turns out. I'll, I'll make a printout and we'll discuss it on the show. I'll wait for the movie. All right, uh, so for anyone out there who wants to know more about all the news we rambled through today on our little toboggan, uh, please uh, check out our show page at
0: poptakejam.com.
1: Up next, we're going to talk about bots. <laughs> Well, in recent shows, you have talked about your family's uh, delight in chatting up the Alexa speaker. Oh, yeah, Uh, absolutely. And uh, I recently was doing some research on the very state of the virtual assistant, specifically Google Assistant. Yes. Which has come a long way. Uh, Google, I guess, originally had it in the Allo app and it was in some of the newer phones. And then they've opened it up and you can get it on the Google Home speaker and their other speakers Mm -hmm. and their iOS and their Android apps. And it's kind of all over now. So I say, well, what can you do with Google Assistant? this was inspired by someone who had asked me, can you have a real two-way conversation with these things? And there's a ton of research. Everyone who has a virtual assistant from Microsoft's Cortana to, well, maybe not Apple Siri, which is kind of behind the pack, but Amazon's Alexa, Google Assistant, they are all doing massive research into how to make virtual assistants be more human, maybe, if you will. This involves the scientific areas of artificial intelligence, machine learning, natural language processing. All of this is all kind of tying together to make a computer like the one that we want, the one where you talk on Star Trek, and it just talks back. One caveat for those with privacy concerns, uh, remember uh, virtual assistant software is designed to collect personal data. So that's your public service announcement there. There you go. But people still use them. And um, the Google Assistant, as I mentioned, uh, has started to kind of permeate all of Google's platforms. You can get it in wearables. The Android Auto, it's on television, smart home appliances, you can have it change your thermostat. But it doesn't sound like Major Barrett yet. It does not sound like Major Barrett yet, uh, which is probably coming. Though. I hope so. But if you're not sure how to talk to the program, uh, there is a lengthy list of questions on the web that show you how to basically interact with it. Um, and it it does do limited two-way conversation. Mm. You can say hey, I'm parking here in front of the store. Remind me where I parked at. And then later you say, where did I park at? And you're in front of the store. So it can kind of retain and, and talk back to you in context. There's little bits of things you can do there. Yeah. Uh, there's different topics you can talk to it about and certain ways you should phrase your requests, which are also listed on the website. But things are getting more complex. They also, uh, I think in the past two weeks, uh, for people with the Google Home speakers that are kind of hooked into their house – They have these things called routines where you can have it run your morning routine and say it turns up the heat in the house, it turns on the news, it gives you you the weather, it just sort of walks you through your day all coming through the speaker, you just tell it to run the routine and it does, or you can program it to. Mm. A little automated there um, for people who don't mind, a little automation in their life. But if you really want to sort of see the fun you can have with it, uh, even though we're not into... to true uh, in depth human right. interaction. Interaction, right? The chatbot apps that are available for these the speakers. I know Alexa has some too because you do the dad jokes and the Star Wars jokes and all yes, of that with your Alexa.
0: Yes. Well, hey, why don't we listen to my son, Yes. Boom Boom, interact with the Alexa?
1: Here's a sample. Take it away, Boom Boom.
0: Hey, Boom Boom. How are you today? Good. You know what we're going to do?
2: Talk to Cleverbot.
0: Yep, we're going to talk to Clarabot. You ready to talk to Clarabot on Alexa? Yes. Why don't we talk about sports or Star Wars? You like Star Wars, right? Oh, yeah. All right, we'll talk about Star Wars and sports.
2: Joink, joink, joink.
0: What else do you want to talk about? Why don't you tell her a joke or you can ask Clarabot some jokes?
2: Cars, do. What? Can we do cars?
0: You want to talk about cars?
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, we can talk about cars. So sports, cars, and Star Wars. Okay. So we're going to activate Alexa first, or activate Cleverbot.
3: Alexa, how are you today? I'm excellent. Thanks for asking.
0: Alexa, can you activate Cleverbot?
3: Hi, I'm Cleverbot. I can chat about anything. How are you? Good. That's nice to heart.
2: Okay. Do you like me? Yes. How much? Bigger than the sun.
3: What's your favorite color? Red. Mine is green. Cool. Are you English? You use the British spelling for favorite and color. No. Where are you?
2: In New York. Ha. I want to talk about sports and cars.
3: Why, yes. Do you love me, Master?
0: Uh, Let's ask a question about, ask her about cars.
2: Can we talk about cars? Are you good with computers? Hmm, I don't have a computer, but... Okay, then, how
3: are you talking to me, then?
2: Oh, now I get you, because you're a computer.
3: No, I'm not. You are. Can we talk about cars? I like the Volga. I like the McLaren. What kind of music do you make? None. Are you a potato or a tomato? No. So you're a girl?
2: No, a boy. Let's talk about Star Wars.
3: I haven't seen that films.
2: Yeah, well then watch them.
3: Not really. Do you?
2: Yes, I'm gonna watch The Last Jedi.
3: No, you are not my master.
2: I'm not your master.
3: But you called me slave.
2: I haven't called you that. Yes, you did. No, I haven't.
3: You should watch it then.
2: Let's talk about...
3: Fast food.
2: Let's talk about sports.
3: I'm not into that sort of thing, but sure.
2: What is your favorite sport?
3: Basketball, of course.
2: My favorite sport is the same thing.
3: Cheese is not a sport.
2: I said basketball.
3: What's your favorite basketball team?
2: Harlem Globetrotters. The Chicago Bulls. No, Harlem Globetrotters. Lowell.
0: I think she meant LOL. Like laugh out loud.
2: Mm-hmm. You're trying to say LOL. I like soccer. How are you feeling?
3: I'm feeling okay. But now it's about you.
2: I'm feeling a little bit sick.
3: Oh, no. Why is that?
2: Because I've been coughing a f- few weeks.
3: Oh, well. If I don't talk to you then, happy birthday. Thanks. Sorry. I'm having trouble accessing your cleverbot skill right now.
0: What did you think of cleverbot?
3: She was pretty
2: cool.
0: Yeah, but she didn't make a lot of sense, did she?
2: Yeah, she didn't make that much sense.
0: She thought you said all kinds of different words.
2: Yep.
1: Bye Alexa. Bye for now. He really has a flair for that sort of he thing. He does.
0: He really does. He 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 likes yelling at Alexa. But anyway.
1: The boy has some star power. Well, um <laughs> if he ever wants to try the Google Assistant, uh, there's also a ton of uh, third-party chatbot personalities there. Uh, someone has done the Hogwarts sorting hat. There's Bobo the panda, which does not quite sound like a panda. Mm. Um, you can say <laughs> – It does not sound like a panda. Yeah. You, you can ask uh, – others and I think it's called train time. You can ask uh, the status of the L train, right. which makes sense because Google's New York office is at the end of the L train line. Easy. And I imagine a lot of their employees live in Brooklyn. So right. – No mystery why that app developed, uh, but we'll uh, post a link to all of the different chatbots you can use with Google Assistant. By the way, all pandas should sound like Jack Black. They should, yes, Yes. precisely. Um, There's even a cyber argument bot uh, that can pit a Google Home speaker against a nearby Amazon Alexa and there are video clips of chatbots arguing online. There's, um, I think it's called Cbots Chat. There was a Twitch channel for a while.
0: Oh, I think I'm going to have to try that.
1: Yeah, but they're basically just these scripts and they feed off each other, but you have to have one talking to the other. There you go. Uh, and, and even though this is all basically taking the Eliza chatbot from the 60s <laughs> and just really expanding it up. Just um, ramping it up. It's uh, They can be very entertaining. Um, oh, absolutely. But beyond the novelty applications, uh, Google is uh, really pushing to develop what they call the conversational UI there are guides on their sites for developers, uh, for people who kind of want to know what's going into the mix here. If you look at the developer's guide, it kind of gives you a roadmap of what's down the line on the, the quest to make the software more advanced. So uh, we'll post links to that as well. But Amazon, Microsoft, and to some degree Apple do have similar developer programs for their own virtual assistants because I think it's clear that voice really is where a lot of this stuff is going. Absolutely, no question. And uh, to help inspire developers even more, we even talked about the Alexa Prize, which uh, Amazon has put forth for all of these research teams who are trying to create a social bot that can converse coherently and engagingly. With humans on a current range of events and popular topics, um, they're going to announce the winner of uh, this year's Alexa Prize in uh, November. Yeah, I'm. You know, I'm, we'll talk later. Yeah, yeah, we'll talk, a- about who you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, it, it's you'll be surprised. Yes. Yeah, so, so yes. <laughs> I have no shot at all. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Well, you, you and, I know you and the boomster are yeah, working exactly on your scripts and all are. that. Indeed. But uh, the 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 chatbots though, just they're, they're, they're kind of dumb. But they sort of give you a feel like, oh, I am living in the yes. future. Aside from the ones that we mentioned, uh, there are uh, Mr. Grumbles. There's <laughs> Having a bad day? Mr. Grumbles is here to listen to your gripes, although he can be pretty grumpy. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. So we've got Grumpy Bots. We've got someone who's doing Sigmund Freud uh, who will, I guess, give you therapy. Uh, nice. Through, uh, Very nice. Again, all for fun. And and just, and just there's a chatbots magazine. I think there's a couple of chatbots magazines online where people are talking about how to build your own chatbot, nice. how they're being integrated with the different devices, Chatbots are all over customer service. I think when you first go into a site and like the little thing pops up and say, like, hey, I'm your virtual assistant. How can I help you? Right. They're kind of doing the level one support to get you to the right department. There you go. So we're, we're in a very body kind of world. And not that bots are new. They've been around for decades. Andrew Leonard wrote a book in 1997 that really I think has become true in many ways, talking about how bots can also go on rampages. You see. Which we've seen a little bit. You see. He saw in 19, 21 you, years ago. I've you know, been was all happen.
0: clenched through this whole thing trying to be nice, and then you got to scare the pants off me. Now, now, talk to the panda family. Talk to the
1: panda. Um, but it, it is it is kind of interesting to see that, that these little tech seeds that were planted mm-hmm. are now kind of growing up into big, giant trees.
0: Rampaging, rampaging bots. That's yes. all I'm going to remember out of this. We talked, what, 10 minutes about bots? All I'm going to remember are rampaging bots.
1: Well, I'm going to remember Boom Boom talking to Alexa because <laughs> that was very rampaging memorable. Rampaging
0: Boom Boom. That's yeah. what I'm going to remember.
1: But but for but if for people who want to kind of dip a toe in the technology, yes. just see maybe you haven't realized you've been talking to bots for years now already mm-hmm. and, and want to see some of the more uh, interesting chatbot scripts or just read the developer's guide about where all this is going. It's kind of interesting if you're into this stuff. It is. Stuff. Very, very and we will have links to all of that on our show page at poptickjam.com and now we should probably go because yeah, people we have things go. to do yes
0: they do we gotta thank the bros
1: thank you bros
0: Built by bros.com. build something with the bros if you think it
1: they will build it yes they will and thank you listeners thank uh, all you. of you take the time to stream download us write into us uh, give us you... show
0: ideas yeah
1: yeah. if anyone out there has uh, a, a topic you would like us to rant upon uh, please feel free to hit us up on social media uh, with your suggestions or leave a comment on the show page yep next week we're not going to be around oh yes a good point after... yes it is a uh, I guess it's a bit of a holiday weekend here for yes. many people and it's uh, kids are out from school right yes spring break yeah so, so we will be also be taking a break uh, just to uh, recharge a binge our batteries break a we're break, taking a yes. binge break Trade yeah, mark. you're finally going to see that episode of the X-Files and Trade um, mark jam. yes and, uh, but then we'll be back uh, in April with uh, some flowers and sass <laughs> and,
0: and all the usual I don't know about the flowers definitely the sass I might
1: have some gear to review oh yes yes, yes. I you might you've have been, some uh, stuff you have hardware you've yes. been uh, exploring yes indeed all right, something to look forward to. So, everyone out there, have a great uh, next week, and uh, we hope it's good for you, and we'll see you in April.